On today's episode, we're going to have a call-in who tells us a little bit more about the Welsh language. Just a couple of little tidbits, a couple of little fun facts. Um, also, on the daily rants today, which I'm going to do, I'm going to be talking about a language that people think is very complicated, but at the end of the day, it's probably way less complicated than people think, and I want to demystify this a little bit, so that's going to be coming up a little bit later. Also, as per usual, I'm going to do the daily uh, French and Spanish post, so I'm going to talk about some different things in French and Spanish. And last but not least, people who are listening on Anchor in the past 24 hours, you are going to hear a song sung by someone who is actually not all that well-known or all that popular, per se. However, they have a decent amount of talent, and they are actually a pretty freaking good singer. So that is, uh, that is the plan for today, so let's get started. Wow, people who are listening to this live on Anchor, wasn't that a phenomenal song? Oh my goodness, such good singing! I love The Lion King! <laughs> people who are not listening on Anchor Live, you seriously missed out. But anyway, let us now jump into the Welsh portion of the show. And we have a caller for this one, we have a call-in, and the caller is going to be giving us a couple of different fun facts about Welsh. And to be perfectly honest, I know essentially nothing about Welsh. Literally all I know is what this caller said about Welsh on the call-in. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because this call-in made me realize, right, that I think myself and everyone, I would, I think it's a fair thing to say most of the world as a whole, knows woefully little about other languages. I mean, yes, maybe you know some linguistics, yes, maybe you speak seven languages, maybe whatever it is, right? But still, even if you know, even if you know 25 languages, let's say you speak 25, that's a huge number, right? There's hundreds and hundreds and thousands and who knows how many languages that exist in the world. And so even if you speak 25, which is like a crazy number, right? You still, there's still so many you don't know. There's still so much you don't know about other people's languages. And, and so I was just thinking, right? I think it'd be cool if we started to get some different call-ins to tell us more about languages that you know about or languages that you speak. And it'd be cool to start introducing people to um, to, um, to different languages of the world so that we can start to learn a little bit more about them. I think myself, I would find that quite interesting and I think that the listeners would probably find that interesting as well. Feel free to clap that up, Anchor Peeps, if, uh, if you agree. So anyway, uh, let's get into this Welsh call-in. Hi there, this is Richard calling from Cardiff in Wales. Uh, thanks for your uh, call to my station. You were asking what language I was speaking. The language was Welsh, of course, um, the national language of Wales. Uh, there are about half a million people who speak Welsh. Uh, it's been in decline over the last century, but it's stabilised recently. And uh, lots of uh, children are going to Welsh medium schools. I myself have learnt Welsh as an adult, and I use it every day now with friends, family and in work. I uh, hope that answers your question. Hi there, thanks for your question about the Welsh language and why it declined. I'm not a real expert on this, but there's a few factors really to consider. Uh, firstly, in the 19th century, there was something called the Welsh Knot in schools where children were punished for speaking Welsh, so it was actively oppressed. Um, you also had a lack of recognition by organisations, businesses and public bodies. And also migration, so lots of people have moved into Wales, particularly from England, and because the English language uh, is widely spoken here, that's led to um, people switching to just speaking English because it 
where it's more widespread as it became more widespread. Um, I think the stabilisation, if you like, in the last couple of decades, you can look at things like Welsh language TV. We've had some Welsh language laws passed and, of course, more Welsh medium schools. Time for our daily rant, where we're going to be talking about a language that a lot of native English speakers, I can't really speak for other native language speakers, like I can't speak for a Spanish speaker, a French speaker, etc. But for most native English speakers that I've met, this is a language that people go like, oh my god, that is so freaking hard, wow. And that language is Mandarin. Now, let me be straight, let me be direct with you. Mandarin is a hard language, no question about it, it is very challenging. However, Really, every language is hard, essentially, right? It's like any skill. When you go learn a new skill, there's a learning curve to it, and and you have to go through that learning curve, which then makes it challenging. And Mandarin is no different. I think that a lot of people think that Mandarin is a hard language because a couple of reasons. Number one, you don't meet as many people in English-speaking countries that speak Mandarin than you do maybe Spanish or French or Portuguese or other languages like that. I think number two, Mandarin sounds very foreign to, to English, meaning it's so different. But something like Spanish or French, you might see a couple of similarities here and there to your own native language. So you go, oh, okay, yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, it's very different, blah, blah, blah. But at least there's a couple things that are similar. I think also in Mandarin, for anyone who has an inkling about the language, they think that the tones is very hard. They think that, oh, because Mandarin has tones, English doesn't, oh my god, that sounds way too complex. And the funny thing is that all these different elements lead to people thinking that Mandarin is so, so, so hard. And like I said before, it is hard. But what people don't realize is actually a lot of elements of Mandarin that are relatively simple. For example, in English, we have to, I, I talked about this on a couple episodes ago, some of you might be hearing this a second time, but I want to, bring, I want to come back to it. Um, Mandarin, you don't conjugate verbs. Yesterday I, in English, we say yesterday I walked, but tomorrow I will walk or I'm going to walk. Today I walk. In Mandarin, you don't really change the verb. It doesn't really change. <laughs> the verb is the verb. And so that element of grammar is actually a heck of a lot simpler. Also, in Mandarin, the way they form their words has way more logic than English or French or Spanish or or. or you know, any romance language, like, it's way more logical. So, for instance, if I want to say things like, I recently, le I recently learned how to say a frisbee, you know, a thing that you throw and flies in the air. It's something, I think it was, I'm 90% sure it was fei pan, which essentially translates to a flying plate, which a frisbee is kind of like a flying plate. Or if you take, if you take a thing like a, like a cell phone, a cell phone, you would say shou zi, shou zi, why shou zi? Because shou zi, shou, essentially means hand. Zi is kind of like a machine. And so you have a hand, machine, right? There's a logic to essentially every word. Now, granted, the logic sometimes is a little bit muddled, meaning you go, oh, that's not how I would think of it, but there's a logic to it. And so once you've studied enough characters, once you know enough words, when you hear new words that you, you learn, often you can say, oh, that makes sense. So when I recently learned flying plate, aka a frisbee, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. And you can immediately just remember it because it, it's very logical. So. There's elements like that that people don't talk about when it comes to Mandarin. And yes, I agree, there's, there's things that are hard about it and there's a lot of work that needs to go in, but I want to sort of put out a PSA, a public service announcement to go, 
you know, guys, we need to stop. We need to stop putting Mandarin on a pedestal. Like, oh, that is unattainable because that's just that stigma. In my perspective, in my experience, it's just not true, guys. It's just not true. Anyway, that's the daily rant. Now we're going to go and jump into our different language content, so French and Spanish. So uh, we'll start with the Spanish, then we'll get into French. Stay tuned, guys. Coming right up. Hola, 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 hola. ¿Cómo están? Espero que estén bien. Yo soy Azrin y bienvenido a mi, a mi, a mi canal, a mi estación de, de Anchor. Y hoy día vamos a hablar de algunos, este, algunos, algunas páginas web que yo he usado para aprender idiomas. Así que la primera es italki.com. Es I-T-A-L-K-I.com. Es una página web donde tú puedes encontrar este, puedes encontrar profesores que enseñan muchos idiomas y también en italki hay también eh, lo que se llama en español, que como digo, eh, digamos compañeros de intercambio lingüísticos. Es decir que tú, digamos que tú estás aprendiendo como inglés, ¿ya? Tú puedes ir en italki y tú puedes escribir que, ah, yo estoy aprendiendo inglés, pero yo hablo español como mi primera lengua, ¿no? Después, en, tu, en italki hay otras personas de, que viven en, o sea, en todos los países del mundo y van a decir que, ah, yo hablo inglés y yo estoy aprendiendo español. Lo que tú puedes hacer es mandar un mensaje a alguien que está aprendiendo español, que habla inglés, y puedes decir que, hola, me llamo Clara, me llamo, no sé, me, llama, me llamo Azrin, me llamo Thomas, me llamo lo que sea, y estoy aprendiendo inglés y tú estás aprendiendo español. Tú quieres ser mi, mi, mi compañero lingüístico. Y si la persona dice sí, lo que tú puedes hacer es, es intercambiar tu, tu, como digo, tus, tus Skypes y puedes practicar por Skype. Y tú puedes, tú puedes ayudar a tu compañero a practicar su español y la otra persona te puede ayudar a, a practicar inglés. Y es, un, es una estrategia excelente para, para practicar tu, o sea, cualquier idioma que estás aprendiendo, ¿no? Hay otra aplicación, no es, un, no es una página web, pero es, pero es una aplicación para, para celulares que se llama, ¿cómo se llama? HelloTalk. Así que es Hello, como H-E-L-L-O, Talk, T-A-L-K. También es excelente para encontrar personas con quien tú puedes practicar este, cualquier idioma, o sea, casi cualquier idioma. Además, eh, depende de, de, de dónde vivas, pero también hay este, ¿cómo se llama? Hay una aplicación y también una página web que se llama eh, Meetup, M-E-E-T-U-P.com. Y es una página con eventos, eventos de, o sea, todo, de todo, todo tipo de eventos. Por ejemplo, hay eventos de, de hacer como hiking, ¿no? Como hacer caminatas, hay, hay eventos de juegos, hay eventos de todo. Y depende de tu ciudad, pero de vez en cuando también hay grupos de personas que quieren practicar este español o francés o inglés o ruso o lo que sea. Así que, por ejemplo, mi ciudad Calgary en Canadá, tenemos muchos grupos de personas que están practicando, o sea, que, que se juntan para practicar español, para practicar este francés. Yo tengo un grupo de personas que practican este el chino porque yo estoy aprendiendo chino. Además, hay grupos de... O sea, hay, hay muchísimos idiomas, ¿no? <risa> Así que meetup.com también es una página web excelente, 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 excelente. Eh, pero solamente si tú vives en una ciudad bastante grande. Por ejemplo, si tú vives en un pueblito y hay como, no sé, como 2,000 habitantes, 
Bueno, tal vez en este caso no, es, es, no es tan práctico, ¿no? Pero bueno, es el audio español para hoy día. Muchísimas gracias para, para escucharme y ahora, ahora vamos a seguir con el audio en, 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 en francés. ¿Ya? Ok, chao, chao, cuídense, bye bye, chao. Hola, hola, or not hola, ¿qué es que yo dije? <laughs> J'ai commencé ça en, en, en espagnol, je sais pas pourquoi. Bonjour, 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 salut. J'espère que vous allez bien, je suis Azren. Et aujourd'hui, on va discuter quelques sites web que tu peux utiliser pour apprendre ou pratiquer, à pratiquer des langues. Donc, le premier site web s'appelle italki. C'est I-T-A-L-K-I.com. Donc, c'est un site web. En fait, il y a deux parties du site web. Il y a la première partie. En fait, tu peux trouver des professeurs pour t'enseigner euh, bah, quelques idioma. <rire> Wow, c'est très difficile de changer de l'espagnol en français. Maintenant, mon, mon cerveau est en mode espagnol et c'est très difficile de changer. Bon, il y a, des, euh, il y a une partie de, du site web <rire> où tu peux trouver des, des, des profs pour t'enseigner la langue que tu veux. Ouais, voilà. Donc, par exemple, si toi, tu, tu apprends, disons, euh, je sais pas, si tu apprends euh, le chinois, tu peux trouver un prof de chinois. Si tu apprends l'anglais, tu peux trouver un prof d'anglais. Si tu apprends l'espagnol, tu peux trouver un prof d'espagnol. Donc en fait, c'est très pratique pour ça et en fait, les, en général, les, les professeurs, ils vont pas charger beaucoup d'argent, ils vont pas demander beaucoup. Juste euh, par exemple, moi j'avais un prof de, de, de chinois et elle, elle demandait, je pense que c'était 10 dollars par heure, donc c'était vraiment, c'était vraiment pas cher. En plus, sur Italki, tu peux trouver, tu peux trouver des partenaires linguistiques, c'est-à-dire, par exemple, si toi tu apprends l'anglais et tu parles français comme première langue, tu peux peut-être trouver quelqu'un qui parle anglais comme la première langue et qui apprend le français. Et vous, tu, toi, tu peux envoyer un message en disant hey, « Eh, salut, je m'appelle Marc, je m'appelle Azren, je m'appelle quoi que ce soit. » Et tu veux dire que « Ah, je parle français, toi, tu parles anglais. Est-ce que tu veux échanger notre, notre, nos, nos Skype ?» Et on peut parler sur Skype et pratiquer. Moi, je peux t'aider avec l'espagnol, euh, l'anglais, le, euh, pardon, le français. Toi, tu peux m'aider avec euh, l'anglais, tu vois et comme ça, enfin, c'est une manière gratuite de trouver quelqu'un avec qui tu peux, tu peux pratiquer, quoi. En plus, euh, il y a un autre, enfin, euh, en fait, c'est une application qui est assez similaire à Italki, mais en fait, il n'y a pas de site web, c'est seulement une application. Et ça s'appelle HelloTalk, donc c'est H-E-L-L-O-T-A-L-K. Euh, Et c'est une application qui est super. Et tu peux trouver, c'est gratuit, c'est aussi gratuit, tu peux trouver des personnes pour pratiquer euh, la langue que tu veux, quoi. Une autre, un autre site web, c'est euh, euh, meetup.com, donc M-E-E-T-U-P.com. En fait, c'est un, un peu comme, tu sais, à l'école, il y a parfois des clubs, tu peux, tu peux joindre un club d'échecs, de, de, un club de, de sport, un club de, 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 de maths, un club de, je sais pas quoi, de, de Harry Potter, de, un club de quelque chose. En fait, il y a un site web avec les, les clubs pour les adultes. Donc, ce que tu peux faire, tu peux, tu peux trouver des groupes de langues. Donc, des groupes de personnes qui se... Euh, qui se juntan. Wow, mon cerveau, vraiment, ça pense en espagnol. <rire> tu peux trouver des groupes qui, euh, qui se réunissent dans, 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 la, dans, dans ta ville, qui pratiquent l'anglais, ou le français, ou l'espagnol, ou le chinois, ou quoi que ce soit. Ou quoi que ce soit. Et donc, euh, en fait, moi, je trouve que cette, strat euh, euh, cette stratégie d'utiliser Meetup, ça marche vraiment bien dans les grandes villes. Mais si toi, tu habites, par exemple, dans un hameau ou euh, dans un village, peut-être euh, c'est un peu moins pratique parce que tu vois, il y a moins de gens qui habitent dans ta ville, quoi. Et euh, voilà, voilà quelques stratégies. 
quelques, enfin, quelques sites web quoi. Merci d'avoir, de, de m'avoir écouté et à la prochaine. Salut, au revoir. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. That is officially the end of today's episode. Now, obviously, if call-ins come in throughout the day, I will, I will take some time to to share them and answer them. But that this is kind of the official end, um, unless obviously call-ins come through. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See you then. Or rather, talk to you then. Bye for now. Hey, y'all. So I just saw a call-in here. The person is speaking in Spanish, and so I'm just going to give a quick um, quick little summary of what she's saying in the call before I play it for the people who don't speak Spanish. Um, essentially, she's just introducing herself, saying like, hey, my name is Marta, blah, blah, blah. My first language is Spanish. She's currently living in Texas, is what she's saying in the in the audio. Um, learning English, Spanish is her first language, um, and essentially saying she just found my channel the other day, or my station the other day, um, and uh, said that she unfavored it by accident, and then she refavored it. <laughs> But anyway, I'll play the audio for you guys here. For the Spanish learners, um, feel free to listen in and try to understand what she's saying. Obviously, native Spanish speakers, you guys will obviously understand, so check it out. Hola, Renes Marta. Eh, soy nueva en esta aplicación. Anoche encontré tu tu estación, le di favoritos y por error eh, lo quité. Ya te tengo tres en favoritos. Mi primer idioma obviamente es español. Tengo un par de años viviendo um, en el estado de Texas y estoy batallando, batallo con el inglés. Pero ahí la llevo, entonces um, voy a seguir escuchándote y, y aprendiendo. Gracias por um, mandarme ese mensaje. Que tengas bonito día. Hey, Marta. Hola, Marta. ¿Cómo estás? How are you? Um, thank you for uh, favoriting my, my, my station. Thank you. Thank you very much. Muchísimas gracias para darle like a mi estación, a mi canal de, de Anchor. Um, and um, yeah, it's cool that you are in Texas. That's amazing. Um, how are you finding it? Hope you're, hope you're liking it. I actually went to Texas uh, earlier this year. Yo fui, a te yo fui a Texas en enero, de hecho. I went in January. <laughs> This is the weird Spanglish, Spanish English, but anyway. Um, but yeah, thank you for following me. I really appreciate it. Lo, lo agradezco mucho. Y hasta, hasta la próxima. Chao, chao. See you later. Talk to you later. Thank you for following.